podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Yes, this is the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hooray! Pod 171. Ooh. Uh, sponsored by Vector Printing for all your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. That's Vector with her. Okay. Okay. Correct. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Oh, very good. Well we missed it. We tried to do it last we week, but we simply it, couldn't. Didn't have the gravitas. Because you forgot the words. Yeah. Yeah, well, we all did it. We all chimed in, but I think it's better when James does it on it's his own. It's better. James has got the gravitas. Yeah, <laughs> gravitas. Good. Um, and those voices, of course, are the voices of Kevin Day. Good morning. Good morning. And Jay Lindercut. Good morning. We're doing an, an early morning pod the evening after. It's half past eight in the early it's morning. It's very early. It's really yeah. early. I know out in the real world, some people have been at work for an hour, but this is... Not the real not world. Not the world. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the reason we did it at half past eight this morning is because Andy Street couldn't make any other time and now a little sod's not here. Yeah, thanks Andy. He's out earning money. Oh, In fact, yeah. since we started the podcast, he's earned hundreds of thousands of pounds. pounds. <laughs> um, good. Well, since the last podcast, we've Palace have played two games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what, a draw at Sunderland and a defeat at West Brom. Mm. Um, it's a point. 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 First of all, though, let's talk about goals because it, we scored two. We scored four goals in two games. Yeah. So you said we, we well, Connor oh, Wickham yeah. has scored four goals in two games. Luckily, I picked the right striker to make a foolish uh, ten-goal promise for, didn't I? That's well, they, swimming well, naked across Thornton Eaves. Did you say that? If I picked you? Connor, no, about Addy Boyle. If oh, I picked, right. If I'd picked Connor Wickham, I'd be worried now. You would be. Yeah. Well, he's now joint top goal scorer with with five. Yes. Um, we did say previously on the pod in previous weeks that once he gets that. First goal. I know he got injured after the Stoke game when he did score, but once he gets rolling, that they might start coming, and that's exactly what's happened. They've been four really good finishes, haven't they? Yeah, yeah they have. They have. That's been a bonus because we also did say, if you cast your minds back to before the last five games, that we just had a run of quite difficult games, and we had five games coming up that were eminently winnable. And let's see where we are after those. And we got, <laughs> and we got two points out yeah. of them. But yes, no, the Wickham. I. Uh, for the first time yesterday, I was genuinely not worried, but slightly slight doubts start to creep in. But after last night, I'm I'm not I'm genuinely not worried. And Wickham is one of the reasons. Mm. The second half performance in both games mm. was very good, and not I mean, just his goals. He was sort of doing his all round play was good. But the goals, I mean, the goals were, were actually really good. So he looks a, a he looks sharp. He looks confident. He looks fit. He yeah. looks strong. Um, and you, what was interesting last night, I think, from the... I'll tell you what I loved, sorry to look, but what I loved about last night was the way he celebrated as well. It's nice yeah. to see a player celebrating against their old club. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't like Good him, did they? The fans didn't like him. There's rumours of unhappiness up there, but... Yeah. And anyway, what I thought what was interesting, and I didn't see the whole game, I only saw sort of lengthy highlights, but it looked like the other players were looking towards him as well. Mm. 
Zahar and, and Valassi in particular were looking yeah. to get Wickham on the ball and he was looking for the ball which is yeah and he was using it well I mean we've seen before haven't we previously in the season that when he was playing he can hold the ball up well he can bring people in yeah. he's good in the air they wasn't winning a lot of headers last night but he's good at he can shield it he's on so the strong. floor he's very yeah. strong he's got all the attributes James hasn't he to be that perfect that guard up and now finally he's adding goals, well I mean goals I was, he was our man of the match last night even without the goals I thought he was our best player and as you say, everything was looking towards him. You know, it's just, and he's, just his, his whole place, he's got so much strength. He spends a lot of time looking at his own team as well with his back mm-hmm. to the goal. And the fact he scored four in two is great considering hardly ever looks at the goal. But he was, you know, he was looking at his team last night. And as you said just then, the players are looking to him as well. Maybe a little bit better distribution every now and again. Maybe a little bit further than about two or three yards in front of him. Yeah. Or behind him or whatever, but... I thought he was one of the the, the real pluses uh, of last night. Apparently, as well, there's a stat flying around that that he has scored with his last five shots on goal. They've all they've all been on target, which is which mm. is a very very good rate, similar to when Shamax mm. a couple of yeah. years ago had a similar yeah. sort of rate, didn't he? Um, so can, can we, we get, can, if we can get the midfield giving him the ball as well as the two other forwards? Um, yeah, we'll can, can we put to bed then that the Palace? This run of not scoring goals. Can we put to bed the sort of the end of the lack of confidence of going forward and scoring goals? Do we look more like a team that's going to go forward and score now? At, not well, we a will, but each time. The, not each time, but we look like we we got goals in us, which is the yeah. encouraging thing. Two goals in two away games. What we have to do now is get everything working together because we've had at different parts of the season the midfield mm. have been doing all right and the back four and the forwards haven't. Wingers have done all right. Yeah, we, and at the moment the back four are doing all right. The, Front three doing well, and now the midfield's gone yeah. a well. I think what I yeah. thought about last night was that um, even though we got two goals, we got two goals at the weekend against West Brom. We didn't seem didn't seem to put the fear of dread into the opponents that we were doing in the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. Whenever we're going forward, now I guess maybe Zahar and Balassi were slightly more on their game. We weren't getting that many goals from the front guys, but we seem to have been a little bit found out. With our wings, as we've spoken a lot about on the pod, I know Balassi's just come back and he's not 100 fit, and he and he did do it okay last night, and he will get better, and I think he'll prove an, an asset for the rest of the season. But I just don't think we have that. We don't seem to put that fear of dread we, into the. Are opponent. we a, a confidence team? Because we looked, we look very much like when we get a goal, we suddenly play ten yards further up the pitch. But when we when we haven't, we look nervy and sort of uh, uh, timid at times, don't we? Well, I think that's got a, a lot to do with the fact we haven't. We haven't won for 11 games yeah. <laughs> as much as anything. So, yes, it is a confidence game. Yeah. You're asking that question. I mean, yes, it is. You could say the same about Sunderland as well, though, because yeah. as soon as we scored the first goal last night, we looked like we would score the second goal mm-hmm. and then it looked like we would hang on quite comfortably. Uh, the midfield problem, though, no one in midfield seems to be entirely sure what what their job is. Well, shall we, shall we say it? Shall we address the elephant in the room, which Kabai. is that Kabai has been terrible? Yeah, absolutely terrible. Weeks. And I think we're really, really missing MacArthur as well, a lot more than I thought we would do. Yeah. But somebody's got to... Uh, I think there were some ludicrous tweets last night from Palace fans, really ludicrous tweets from Palace fans, mainly about Hennessy, which we'll come we'll on get to, that, about, yeah. and about Kelly. But the one sensible one said, nobody seems to, for want of a better word, stay at home anymore when we're attacking. It's like... Who is it who's sitting in front of the back four line? Because even Jedi wasn't doing it last night. Just somebody needs to stay. Just needs to stay put. That's their job. I mean, and at the start of the season, we weren't scoring many goals. But the reason we weren't conceding is because we had two people. It was like Kabai and MacArthur were yeah. pretty much not leaving that sort of twenty-yard circle in front of the back four. And now it's it's 
totally unoccupied ground, except, except in the FA Cup, the away game at Tottenham. Mm. We were defending how you should do. The, the midfield players were, were in front of the back four, or, or you know, never far away from them. And now they just seem to be. There's no shape or pattern to the. the and there the was a lot of times Sunderland were getting in exactly right in that space in between the yeah. midfielders and the defence, and they were suddenly breaking with those three quick guys mm-hmm. up front. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird because we were told Kabai wants to play deep. Kabai wants to sit and play and play there, and that's his job. He doesn't want to get further forward, yeah. even though Palace fans want to. So why is he suddenly now? Not only out of form, out of position, out of confidence, out of everything. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, maybe he's maybe he's missing MacArthur. I don't know. Maybe he's missing MacArthur. I thought. I thought on on a plus side. I thought Much had a really good game mm-hmm. last night. I thought Much. I think there's a lot of people, uh, me included, who were not that keen on why we bought him and what he was going to add to the team. Mm. But I think he's proved it, especially last night and also a little bit against West Brom. Well, he's getting a run now, isn't he? He's getting a run, which you know, again, it's that confidence thing, but. I think the thing with Kabai, I think you know, you've got Pardew, He's you've got to be harder on these players sometimes. You know, you've got. To, I think I think he needs to get dropped maybe just was, to make him realise. I was going to ask that is is Kabai un, undroppable? Well, I'd like to think not, but maybe he is in terms of Pardew. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I in the same way that Wilf last was it last season? Well, when we dropped Wilf and he is came back earlier so, this, this season, yeah, yeah, and he dropped him, and you know, not that. We look at Wilf in the same way as Kabai because it didn't cost us ten million quid, but yeah. it, it it helped Wilf get get back into it. And I think Kabai maybe he's been floating a little bit. Great start to the season, all the plaudits. We're going to Europe, to ding, 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 and it's just drifted. And you know we can all look at the problems why, but I think Kabai Kabai has to shoulder some of the blame for this for yeah. this run. Well, um, got, got, the thing is, I think mean, part of the problem with dropping him is that everyone says inside the club that apparently he's a great leader in the dressing room. He's brilliant. Well, he's not on the pitch, though, is he? But he's not, that's absolutely, at the moment, he's not on the pitch. And the fact is, he is the senior professional. And and whatever you think about Adi Bayor, so far it hasn't been a success in terms of goal scoring. But you you look at his attitude on the pitch, he is a proper, experienced, mature professional. You can see him talking to the other players all Mm. the time. You can see him getting involved with the referee. You can see him doing his job properly. And goodbye at the moment isn't... Isn't doing that. Kabai's floating through games. There was don't know one bit, wasn't there, where Sunderland broke and Kabai was moaning at the ref and he was just uh-huh. walking yeah, and yeah. Sunderland had three players breaking on the counter-attack past him and you think, no, no matter what you think about what's happened, talk to the ref, you, you've got to get back and track in, even if you, even if you don't get there because it looks so bad. Mm. One of one of the great things about Kabai that we spoke about at the beginning of the season about, that maybe some of us didn't realise about his game was the fact that he was tracking back mm. and he was a great... Dif- you know. A, I, I was impressed by his defensive abilities, not just but in the way he just got in there. Right, okay, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to, I'm going to drag this team up. Mm. I'm going to drag this team with me. That wasn't happening last night. We used to get that from Jedinak, and he wasn't doing it last mm. night either. He looks, he looks so out of sorts. I mean, Jedinak looks a championship player, best at the moment. I hate to say it, you know, but and if you got two supposedly great <coughs> leaders in your team, Kabar <coughs> and Jedi, not doing it. And thank God we do have Connor Wickham who's starting yeah, to yeah. play a little bit. Mm. And thank God we've got Blassi Battles, you know, hopefully doing a little bit. Mm. And we and the defence is leaking a lot more goals than it should be. And we'll get on to that. But you know, at, at least you feel slightly more confident than we did a while ago that we're not going to leak yeah. goals. And the, the thing we could buy as well, it's not it's not that he's being a fancy down and he doesn't fancy a for want of a better word, relegation struggle, which is two words. Because um, when Newcastle were in were in trouble, when Newcastle had their slide, Kabai was in the thick of it. Kabai mm. was one of the players that all the Newcastle fans said at least Kabai is here. So mm. he is he is capable of being, getting in the trenches and, and doing a shift. And I think it, 
it can't be coincidence he's not he's just not the same player without mm. McArthur there in which case you go well put somebody next to him that's like McArthur put Boateng in put, yeah. or, or tell Jednak to not move from within 10 yards of mm. yeah. of Kabai because it looks like somebody has to do well it's not the hard work for him because we're all we're all boasting about his figures early in the season second highest tackle rate biggest highest oh, yeah. interception rate mm. but at the moment he he well it's only recently I mean, to be fair against Tottenham we were singing his praises on the pod because he looked he looked sharp and up to his old self and playing a little bit further forward. I mean, I would have thought he'd have been really up for the game last night. Yeah. yeah. You know, up, back up, in the North East. Back in the North East. Kevin, you were you were pleased though that he, because he said previously on the pod that our players don't really sort of surround the ref enough and when uh, Wilf got taken out by Rodwell, Kabai was the first one there, wasn't he? In yeah, Rodwell's I don't, face I don't, and the I, 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 Probably for people who've never listened before, that would sound... Not indicative of the kind, gentle person I am. <laughs> what my point has been recently, that for various reasons, and I think a lot of, of which is to do with Pardew wanting the England job, that we haven't shown that passion. I think sometimes it, all it takes is one massive tackle to turn a game round, and I think sometimes you need to show each other and the fans that you've got that passion, you're protecting your own players. So I was really pleased last night when Rod Roll uh, assorted Zahar that the Palace players did you did let the referee know that they were really cross about that mm. tackle mm. and Rodwell got booked he would have didn't anyway I think but also it shows the Sunderland players that we're not going to be bullied and intimidated and, and you do need a bit more of that and you don't have to do it by cheating or constantly surrounding the ref but you do have to stand up to other players and we haven't been doing that recently and I, I'd at least I was pleased to see Kabai was the first one there last night so he's not going to get dropped there's no so the, the conversation slightly Pointless in a way, but I do think it's time. Yeah, but we do have to fill up no, about an hour we, and 15 we, minutes. We, we so, are yeah. so there's a lot of pointless <laughs> things we talk about, Kim, you know that. And you'll notice that I'm now able to do a full <laughs> sentence because I was halfway through a bacon sandwich in the first yeah. five minutes for the. How was it? It was lovely. But as you know, because you just had. I, had I know you had an egg sandwich because yeah. you're a vegetarian, yeah, even though well. you just had an egg, but yeah, that's fine. It's no, that's, <laughs> that's vegans are done. Well, you know, eggs. Guys, guys. still baby animals, aren't they? Guys, they're not fertilised. Well, you might not be, but you know, you're not as much of a man as we are. Well, that's all our eggs are fertilised on this side of the table. <laughs> My but, eggs um, are always in the same basket. I think it's time. Boating, everyone's talking about. Uh, I, boating, I'd like to see Boating on the bench at least. Mm-hmm. Right? And I th- I'd like to see him start, and he probably won't until we're safe. But from what I can gather, he's going to be the, the young player of the year by a country mile. Yeah. Everyone around the club says how well he's playing. Came on at Swansea, showed plenty of confidence could have scored I, he's big he's strong he's mobile he's young he's, he's got that youth factor and when it's clear that the combination we're really struggling to get the right combination in midfield at the moment and, and it comes back to what we're saying suddenly much is playing alright but the other mm. two yeah. we, we just and it will happen before the end of the season we'll get a couple of games when everyone plays when it all clicks when it all clicks yeah. and we, we'll get the points that we need to, to stop ourselves looking over our shoulder but at the moment we can't get the combination right in midfield. McArthur's not going to come back. Punchin's yeah. nearly fit, so we'll see what happens then. But why not give another option the chance? And, and, also, and, Boateng, also... is, and Boateng is the sort of player... I wouldn't bring Lee back in because what we're missing is a proper defensive midfield yeah. player. And Jednak and Gabay are not doing it. So when you've got one that's doing that job brilliantly for the young players, bring him in. There's, him also, there's always an argument, isn't there, that Palace fans, we've, we've said on the pod in the past, well, in the Premier League, it's harder to... Bring in youth players to risk them and stuff, but Manchester United against Arsenal had five youth team players in their squad, um, and they won that game. And they're proving that actually sometimes if you do go with the kids, then it, well, it can well, pay off. And not, and not only that, but look how much it lifted the atmosphere at, 
uh, you know, if you, for you well, know that doesn't take a lot, does it? No, it doesn't. No, to be fair, but in terms, of they're all they're all getting on Van Hal's back. We've had it in the past with Warnock. Warnock's been the only manager who's consistently not been scared to bring yeah. young players in, and for that, he deserves an enormous amount of credit. But Warnock yeah. knows, as everybody said, as a commentator on uh, United Arsenal game said on Sunday, this is a free game for United mm. with all the kids because the fans are not going to have a go at them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and the fans are so excited by them, and that. I that think it's very that, clever management from Van Hal. Very, quite, very, you know, I, that guy's not stupid. He, he may look a little weird yeah. when he falls over at the side of the pitch. Yeah, yeah. that was good. But, you know, but, yeah. but then again, you know, going back to the Palace argument, it is, you know, and we we, we pride ourselves on, on youth and bringing youth through. You know, watching, watching Nathaniel Klein on yeah. Sunday in the League Cup final, you know, yeah. I actually felt proud even though he yeah. lost, but I felt proud yeah. he was a Palace South player. South London and proud. South London and proud, you know, all the time. That's what, that's, that's what, we, that's what we are. Yeah. Uh, but and, you know we don't and I think you know I think Kev's right and we, I don't think we need to wait until we're safe let's just get this going yeah, let's, yeah. let's get this moving we're not going to go down really are we no we're so, not, you know, we're but, not, but, it, but also you, you bring someone like Boating in, and it, the older players show more responsibility then because they want to look after him they want to show him that, yeah. what it's all about and I, don't, I think it's a no-lose situation, unless we lose, obviously. But I don't, I don't think, <laughs> but I don't think, I think, I think it's because I, I genuinely thought after the Swansea game that he would be playing more of a role. And mm. If there is an issue there, and, and there is, then then why not try it? Mm. Yeah. Well, Kai Kai, Kai, he and Kai Kai are the two that... They're, Kai Kai's they're, injured. Uh, he's, he's gone back on yeah. loan. To oh, is he Shrewsbury, went to Shrewsbury, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're the two that I think that right. the, 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 the management are looking at and are really confident about. Um, and they're in two positions that we arguably need supporting. We need cover, don't we? I mean, yeah. that's what we need. Yeah, backup. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just we haven't really spoken about the West Brom game, and I'd, I'd like to think that maybe in a month's time or so we'll look back at this run and thought that it changed at half time mm. at the West Brom game. I know we lost the game, but to come back and show a spirited, <coughs> a spirited second half and get a couple of goals in, and I think if the game had gone another ten minutes, we may have, we may yeah. have got there. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe it, it, it felt after 25 minutes against West Brom, it was the lowest point of the whole season. Yeah. Mm. It really felt like uh, this, even though, okay, perspective, if you'd have said at the beginning of the season, da-da-da-da, five years ago when in, in administration, da-da-da-da, we know these arguments, but let's just not look at it like that. It let's felt see. like the Southampton game. It felt like 20 minutes year. since that game, we're 3-0 down at West Brom, I'm thinking, this is this, this is, like, it, it, can it get any worse? Yeah. No, could have been five at half time. It could have been five at half time, but you know what, it didn't. We yeah. pulled it back. I, I walked away from that game thinking as though we'd got a draw or a victory. Yeah. Yeah. I actually felt I felt empowered by it, you yeah. know, in a mad way. And I think we got a little bit of that last night as well. Yeah. So let's hope on Sunday we'll talk about this later. But let's hope this is going to carry. On. I'd like to think that that half time, that twenty minute, twenty five minute mark at West Brom is a turning point in this little. So what? Well, I think, I think what we saw last night as well, and I know it was disappointing. The, the last minute goal virtually but when I, so when I left I left the house last night we were 1-0 down and I was quite miserable so for, I, for me that was a point that's definitely a point gain last night yeah. and again two games running and I didn't I just didn't see that West Brom half time I didn't see that coming at all and I think we all thought after Tottenham we talked about West Brom it was a perfect time to play them with the coin throwing and Pulis after a new contract mm. etc but we got that totally wrong as we have done in the past but I simply didn't see that I think anyone saw that coming. But the response, as James said, the response was, you know, either we were going to get battered or we restored some pride, but we did more than restore some pride. We came out and we were a better side in the second half. Against a team, let's not forget, that conceded very few goals, West Brom, especially at home. Mm -hmm. And last night, 
my big fear at half time, one nil down, is that Sunderland do concede goals. They always concede goals, and I just thought, oh, Christ, if we can't score against Sunderland, yeah, yeah, that's going to be But not only did we score twice, and both good goals, well taken goals, but we were, were much the better side in the second half. So it's not a team in. There's not a crisis there if a team no. can respond like that. The trouble is, it shouldn't have to respond like that. Yeah. And but it's just again, it's a, it, it's an indication of not everything clicking at the same time. You have one good half, one bad half. Yeah, I agree. You've got three or four players playing out of their skin mm. and three or four players not. But And it will it will click. And I, and I think Pardew looked very... He looked slightly haggard at the moment. He looked a really relieved man last night mm. after the second half. And that the, the equalising goal was what it was. It wasn't... It was just a really... Sometimes you can't do anything about a, a really good goal. It's like Lee's goal against... I mean, the only good thing last night was that, you know... Nobody got injured celebrating goals, which is still so cross about. But times it's like Stoke couldn't do anything about Lee's goal against them. Yeah, and sometimes somebody scores a really good goal yeah. against. Hang them. on, you before we talk about Hennessy, yeah, I know, but just one thing: does it feel a bit like as well when you're on a bad run, luck doesn't go your way? Should have had two penalties at West Brom. Yeah, yeah, Probably we should have, have done. Penalty we, last yeah, night. we should have done, but things aren't really sort of a bit yeah, unlucky as well. It always feels like that yeah, when you're but, not. But we shouldn't have been three 0 down. Basically, those two penalty instances, and they were penalties, and there's no doubt about it. But if we if we'd been two them up, you would they wouldn't have even shown them on match today. It's like you wouldn't you'd shrug them off, and it's not the referee's fault that we were three nil down. And yeah, yeah. And, but these things will, you know. There's a Stoke fan pointing out to me the Lee's goal, the corner that came from wasn't a corner. It's like fair wasn't enough. It? No, oh, so, fair, yeah. I don't remember, but they do. So yeah, <laughs> fair fair it's not it's not just penalties, and it's and to be fair. Um, the goal we went 2-1 ahead last night, a lot of referees would have given a free kick against Dan because he bundled into the back of their centre-back. Yeah, yeah. So Possibly, it, yeah, So, yeah. you know, at the end of the season, I, I think you, we'll talk about Hennessy later and at the end of the season you could arguably talk about Hennessy costing us points. But in the final analysis of referees, but that luck thing will change. We'll, we'll get a penalty that we don't deserve. Somebody will get sent off. We'll and also everything went our way in the first half of the season, didn't it? We course, were yeah. flying high yeah. so much yeah, and yeah, probably we were talking overperforming. About, we weren't talking about refs. Exactly, yeah. Well, I'd, see, again, I don't... Just, without Streety here to say reverting to the mean, because <laughs> we've reverted far... We're, we're, I think possibly we were performing better than... A, our results were better than we were as a team in the first half of the season and our results are worse than we are as a team at the moment. Yeah. I think we're probably a 10th place. We still, as Pardew was quick to point out last night, we still got more points now than we had this time last season. Really? Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. We're ahead. We're ahead. We're, and what did we end on last season? We ended on, well, we had a 45, good... 45, was it? And also, remember, at the end of last season, we had a really worrying run until we beat... Yeah. Yes, we did. And then we went on that run of... Uh, yeah. Seven or eight. So we're still... We're ahead of ourselves points-wise from, from last season. And when you think about how bad our run is... We're still 14th. Hmm. That's an indication hmm. of how good it. Well, we're still closer to what is it closer to seventh than we are than to relegation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and 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 so that's an indication of how well we did. We were behind Tottenham on goal difference going into the the Christmas matches, hmm. and so we built up that bank of points. Hmm. So, as I say, arguably we were, those results were better than we were, and these results are worse. But we don't look like a team in crisis. And, no, but we do know that, that next season there are changes. Changes afoot. To, to be made. I, I'm sure there will the be. The squad. Yeah. The squad needs to be stronger. We know that there are uh, arguably two of the back four. I don't know. 
Well, speaking of changes, a lot yeah. of people last night on Twitter were, were going a bit crazy about, about Wayne Hennessy oh, calling him to be dropped. <laughs> I, I personally think he couldn't do anything with either goal. Well, a lot of Palace fans didn't seem to have noticed the deflection for the first goal because a lot of them were saying, oh, there he is, all his weight on his left side again. Yes, because that's where the ball yeah, was going. And he would have got it. And that would, been, yeah, and that's, that's... If it was a deflection, it was not his fault. Yeah, yeah and, the, and the second goal... I hadn't seen the second goal. I'd seen the tweets before I'd seen the second goal. So I was expecting to see, when I saw the highlights, I was expecting to see him beaten at the near post. But it was a really good goal. Yeah. It, 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 it was, that wasn't his fault. You could talk about maybe midfield cover and, yeah. and, and fullback. But that, that, it, that wasn't his goal. And the fact is, we've been as harsh as anybody on Hennessy in this pod. And of course you want to blame people, but don't blame him for last night. He didn't. But that's, I think, you've, I think you've, you've, you've said it there, Kev. I think you, you look at that second goal last night, and yes, there would have been some goalkeepers that would have saved that. It wouldn't be bad for Palace, but, maybe, <laughs> but, but the point is, is that Palace fans, are, we, we are looking, they are, we are, they, we, we're looking for a scapegoat. We are. Yeah, you know, but, we are. And I think Hennessy, unfortunately, like it or don't like it, he's filling that, that role at the moment. But Barini had... Be, because of a few mistakes. Yeah, Barini know. had nowhere to go last night. Barini, Hennessy made a point of covering his near post. Barini, defensively, we were actually all right. We'd recovered quite well. There was no one for Barini to pass to. Mm. So he went, but he, and he, he hit it beautifully. Mm. And there's no blame at all for Hennessy. Mm. It feels to me a little bit like there's a li- with some fans. There's a bit of a, a campaign against Hennessy that they're looking f- just for a reason to hammer him, regardless of, of how he plays. And yeah, he's made mistakes this season, yes, and he's cost us there's, points. There's been reasons to hammer him, yeah. There's no but doubt when he's no. had an okay game and he's not yeah. at fault, I think it's really unfair to have a go at him when there's been far worse players on the pitch, well, namely Kabai and Joel Ward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And actually, yeah. Hennessy was at, and everything else he was asked to do last night, shots wise, he did absolutely fine. I think yeah, and also I think as James said, I don't know if it was just before we came on there, but that can't have been because that would have been five o'clock this morning. <laughs> but um, we were still out. Well, all, we the, all, yeah, all the <laughs> all the all the talk last night all, you know, all the interviews of the managers all the journalists all the, yeah. no one said Hennessy was at no. fault because Hennessy had done but everyone said what a brilliant goal exactly mm. it's only the Palace fans that are or yeah. some Palace some fans, Palace fans some Palace. so yeah I mean and yeah fine kick him when he's when yeah. he deserves to be kicked but and not. also I mean, Speroni isn't saving that and if Speroni no. lets that goal in no one is saying no, well Hennessy, his footwork then, there isn't good enough no and also the thing that. is look, Hennessy's not being dropped no, you can no, tweet, tweet as much as you like Hennessy's not being dropped I, I don't think for a moment Hennessy will be our first choice goalkeeper next season but for the rest of the season mm. he's not being dropped so mm. we, we need to deal with it and the, and the fact is he's not he's not the best he's a he's a Premier League goalkeeper he's not top quality Premier League mm. goalkeeper but he's a he's a decent keeper and yes he has made mistakes but he's also made some really brilliant saves so. I mean, he's no better or worse I, I feel like no, McCarthy and Speroni and Hennessy are all much of a muchness to be honest I don't really and, think there's and, a lot and between them also you know, those fans who are saying put Speroni back if Hennessy's dropped it won't be Speroni who goes back yeah, exactly, no, it won't exactly. simple as that it's Pardew doesn't think he's tall enough full stop right so yeah. um, you know, as we know Pardews of an alpha male once he's made his mind up he's made his mind up I think it's unfair as well I think absolutely fair enough when Hennessy makes game changing mistakes like Villa away like Man City away fair enough you you hammer him or or you you at least pick them up but on the same flip side you have to then give him praise or at least be fair when he has a perfectly competent performance or, or, or to be even more fair not blame him when it's not his fault well exactly yeah exactly and and you know Ward hasn't played well you know despite me being one of those people who said after the Tottenham game, well, that's it. We've worked out the formula of two two fullbacks, <laughs> fullback defending. But I don't think there's any doubt that Suarez will go straight back in the team on. on Although we were saying this a bit, I think that's harsh on Kelly personally. I think he's been. Well, I think okay. it is, but I think he'll want to put Ward back where he's 
comfortable. And I yeah. think I think Soiree with Balassé with Balassé was Balassé Balassé how you pronounce it in this house. <laughs> I think Soiree with with Balassé was. Um, a combination that, for the most part, worked mm-hmm. worked really well, and I think Pardew will be keen. I think Pardew will be very keen to get back to as near as possible as his first choice starting eleven. Mm. Albeit MacArthur won't be starting, but I think I think I'll be amazed if his if his soiree doesn't revert to left back with mm. with Ward. But I, I, I well, we talked. I think we talked last week about or possibly Kelly at right Kelly, back. Kelly, but, but well, you could argue that Kelly has done more to to earn the right back spot than Joe Ward has over the last. Few weeks, really. possibly. Yeah, it's yeah. always been quite possibly, reliable. Yeah, I think, I think, I think there is an argument there. I, I think, I think the problem is if Kelly plays with Suarez, and we didn't notice that earlier in the season when Ward was out for a couple of games, it's so unbalanced at the mm. back because Suarez does bomb forward. Mm. You almost need both fullbacks going forward, mm. so everyone goes forward with them. But when Kelly doesn't and Suarez yeah. does, you've got a massive sort of diagonal space going yeah. from one side to the other. Mm. So, mm. I suspect that. Ward will we go back to right back I, I just think because we talk about Pardew being stubborn Pardew knows his, mm. what his first 11 is and I think the back four is and that's is, it. Is, is I it I think that might be as well because Kelly is <clears throat> is a uh, centre back really isn't he by, yeah. by his very well, nature well, so he we, wants we to be more we keep saying that but he's 25 old now and he's, he's, no one seems that True. keen to play him at centre back never seems to play him <laughs> yeah, and there have been times this season when you think alright give him a, give him yeah. a run out. but I just think as well looking at Liverpool Liverpool are much more suspect Liverpool are good going forward mm. But not so at the back, and I, th- I just think he'll he'll probably try and go toe to toe with Liverpool, and hope that they're slightly nervous about coming to Sellers Park as usual, and that we can get at them. Yeah. And I think if you've got you know some of Suarez and Balassé's Balassé's hard to say. It's really hard to say that. It's like water. Suarez, Balassé, mayonnaise. I can't say water rat. I can't say water. I can say water and then rat, but I can't say the two words together. Water rat. Water rat. It's hard, isn't it? But I think some. I mean, some of their interplay together was was fantastic. And and defensively, Suarez, we were praising him quite a lot first half of the season. We were saying he was better than we thought he was, and it's just I think with. Balassi being missing <laughs> that he's looked and we've, um, I think that was an issue we talked about because Pardew simply couldn't find the right person to play in front of him Yeah, yeah. it was like Lee at Swansea wasn't before that it looked like it might be the answer and then clearly wasn't and then other options weren't so quite Balassi's right. return really has actually been fruitful not just for the forward players but also for, for well when Suarez back yeah, he really has balance I, I think, doesn't he I, mean, I think if we get if we pick up a few points between now and the end of the season I think Balassi's going to be player of the year and that'll be slightly odd from someone who's missed yeah. half a season, but yeah, well, it, it shows his importance. Well, he's put at the very least he's put five million quid on his on his transfer fee. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but it shows his importance all over the pitch. And and I think not just defensively, as we'll see, but I think the really significant thing is that you can only well it, again it might be coincidence because we're not fully qualified. We're only pub coaches, aren't we? Very if good, that. fully qualified, fully qualified pub coaches. But yeah, we've got all our badges. Oh, we've yeah. worked our way up from some really shit pubs. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, I, I just, I mean, it was Balassi's ball into Wickham last night. I just think Balassi's making Wickham already the second half at West Brom. Yeah, second half, and yeah, sec, certainly second half last night. Balassi's bringing things out of Wickham. I think, yeah. I think the three of them, especially with Sacco to come back as well, because it's talk about Zahar being fifty-fifty for last night. But mm. <clears throat> I think just two wide men. And Wickham is looking at like a combination that's going to work, and that's Sacco did come on last night for a little bit, yeah, a little bit at the end, yeah. yeah. But I think that's the you know, Wickham's goals are the big, yeah, the the mm. big the big plus. Good. Well, let's end on a big plus. That's a good point to end part one on. Fantastic. Uh, on in positive. Part- 
Very positive. Yeah. Um, in part two, we're going to be answering questions from our listeners. So join us in a join oh, us. It's going to be good. It's going to be yeah. good. Join us in a bit. <laughs> Welcome back to this week's Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey. Pod 171, sponsored by Vector Printing. For all your print and embroidery needs, go to vector.co.uk, and that's Vector with her. Okay. And uh, JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Very good. Uh, right, it's question time from our listeners. We've had loads of questions this week. I'm not going to get to read them all out, so apologies for that, but I've hand-picked a few. And the first one... Hand-picked. Hand-picked. Ooh, wow. hand-picked. Yeah, like strawberries. Yeah. Just like strawberries. How, how would you have picked them otherwise? Um, I, I don't know. Brain-picked? Mm. No, not with you. Hand-picked. <laughs> <laughs> right. First one is from David Fraser. Hi, David. David. And he says, Pardew has made half-time subs in 14 of 34 games this season. Wow. Is that an admission that he gets his line-ups wrong? Or well, maybe it's that mission that he wants. In, he's not afraid to change things. Yeah, he's kind of. I, I think managers can't win in that situation because mm. we we complain both times. Yeah. Don't we? We, if he doesn't make changes, we say he's got no plan B. <laughs> and if he does, we say, "What's he doing? Why isn't starting?" Why is it right? Some of them were going to be players that started and possibly mm. shouldn't have done because of injuries. Some of them will be tactical. Some of them will be because we're one 0 down. But it, I. Interesting I realise so many of yeah, so many of at half time is that is a, a good stat. That's quite unusual because normally I'd, I would like to see that stat broken down a little bit. Yeah, it's the reasons why. Yeah, you sound mm. like streety, but that's yeah. that is a, <laughs> but that is a good stat. I, I mean, would, there some people complaining because he took Wickham off last night, didn't he? Yeah, well, actually, that was one of our the next question. Actually, was was relating to the Wickham one because right. he took he brought out a underneath for Wickham for the last ten minutes. Yeah, mm. um, and Nicholas Deval, hi Nicholas, hi Nick, uh, said why. Wickham was on a good thing last night. Why take him off? Could he have scored again and put the game to bed? That's a valid question, isn't it? Well, it is a valid question, but it's also Adibayor's more experienced. He's not playing at his old home ground, charging mm. about, holds the ball up better. I think defensively, Adibayor is is strong. So I don't think that was a decision that you'd go. That's that's an astonishingly. Maybe it's one in hindsight that you think. Oh, Maybe at the time, time, at the time Wickham had, yeah, Wickham's still working his way back from being out for half a season with injury. I think there's also the thing as well yeah. that maybe Adebayo might have just nixed the winner himself. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, it, was, gave, it, it was there set for him, wasn't it? To, yeah. give, it was to give them a new problem, and also possibly because he thought he might bypass the midfield a little bit more by just banging it long to to Adebayo. So I'd, I don't think that was a. a well, it certainly wasn't a game-changing decision. No, and no. I, 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 I thought that was perfectly logical, to be perfect. And going back to the half-time subs, I would interpret that as a manager that is prepared to make big calls earlier in games when things aren't possibly working, which I would say is possibly a positive thing. Yeah, you can. You could. Yeah, I mean, like you say, it depends whether you're for or anti party. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. if you look at social media, especially last night, everybody's moaning that Pardew has not only does he not have a plan B, most often than not he doesn't have a plan A. Yeah. So you know that as saying that goes against what a lot of people are saying. So I guess it's what Kev says. You know, if you're pro Pardew, it's a good move. If you're anti Pardew, he's an idiot. This is the same. This is yeah. This is the same Pardew that got. You have to look at it dispassionately, which is hard. But it's the same Pardew who got us to fifth yeah. in the Premier League. It's yeah. the same Pardew we all wanted as as manager, and he is the best manager we've had in the Premier League. It, you know, and hopefully will be for the next hmm. two or three years. But yeah, you know, he hasn't done things. But the thing with changing with substitute is it's been 
I think we have underestimated the injuries sometimes. And it's only recently that, to his credit, Pardew has started talking about the injuries. He's, he's rarely had the chance in the second half of the season to, to pick the first his first choice eleven. Mm. So I think the substitutions, I'd be interested to see how many of those were made after Balassi was injured. Yeah. Because I think since then he has been floundering, if you want, if you're not a Pardew fan, floundering yeah. around looking for the right starting eleven with the players that he's got. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also having to cope with the fact that some players are clearly out of form and are not undroppable, but are harder to drop than others. So, mm. And the teams that have done well this season, you know, Leicester up top, Spurs um, as well, have had a fairly regular yes. starting eleven. Yes, yeah, well, we Leicester, have Leicester, Leicester have barely, I mean, they've, they've played an unchanged team so many times. And I think Pardew would do that as well if he had the opportunity, but he's not. Pardew's not one of those managers, well, ironically, that was Ranieri's reputation, but mm. by all accounts, <laughs> the players told him to keep out of it at the start of the season did they yeah that's it by his own admission he says I haven't done a lot they picked the first team and they've been really lucky with injuries and suspensions because they are one of those teams that referees seem to let, get away with hmm. rotational fouls rotational, rotational fouls rotational but yeah but I don't, I think, like I, don't, it. I don't think Pardew he's not a manager that's lot. he's not like Remy Gard just desperately throwing all the cards up and yeah. see where they land basically yeah. so well I got we had quite a few questions about Pardew this week and, and Christopher well, Christopher Gillet, it looks like oh, it's Gilles, yeah. Yeah. obviously a friend of Cavs. Or Balassi, yeah. <laughs> or Gilles, 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 as we call him. It's a He's, great name, right, Christopher? Yeah, what a great name. Well, G I double L E double T. You oh, could, Gillette then. Gillette. 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 Oh, okay. Oh, well, I'm going to call it Gillet. Where are you God. from? Well, now he's in Cheshire, but he's Gillet. Shisham. Right. He says, Do you agree there seems to be a lack of urgency at the club? I'm sure it wouldn't be professional or maybe counterproductive, but I'd like to see Pardew lose his rag about this run a bit yes, more. I do. Is there an, indi- I, is there an indication yes, that he's laid yes, into yes, the players? I do, I do absolutely agree with that. I think that's a, a really insightful question and it's something we have talked about before. Uh, Pardew's attitude on the touchline, I think uh, it's well known that we think he's after the England job and that he's been, he thinks he should calm down a little bit. And I think that is counterproductive. Um, but I do think we've slipped. I think the transfer window mm. indicates that there was no, there was nobody at the club who've had the foresight to think that if this bad run continues, there might be a genuine problem. And I think we have sleepwalked into it. I think that's a, a good expression. We have sleepwalked into yeah. it. Yeah, and I, and I think I think we've told ourselves that we're a good club and we've got too many points to go down, which is probably true. And I think I think it's only this week, and you see Pardew's expression in interviews, especially one in the standard saying. I've had to kick the players up the arse. We've mm. all been a bit mm. complacent, if you if you prefer to sleepwalk. But yes, I think we have we have been. Uh, I don't think there has ne- been a lack of urgency. Of that, I, I don't think he needs to go into the press though to do those things. I mean, you know, yeah, I point. mean, if, on the opposite yeah. side of the coin, you look at someone like Klopp. You know, who's well who's well known for his um, touchline antics and his expressions faces. But if you're a player and you're looking around, and you, yeah. you're seeing your manager doing that. You're you're, you're going to play, yeah, and you yeah. notice whenever Liverpool do score, the first person they run to is yeah, always yeah. Klopp, yeah. and he's always there with them. There's that unity, and I think that's something that we are missing. Oh, we well, said that about Pulis, didn't we? Well, that's well. one of the things I like yeah. about Pulis. Yeah. Pulis yeah. is non-stop on the on yeah. the touchline. Pulis is non-stop at getting at referees. It's non-stop. He, he was writing notes all the time. Yeah. He was shouting. He was directing. He, he, he used to conduct Palassi like an orchestra. He was always telling Palassi yeah. where to go. And so Pardew used to be like that as well. But he did, Pardew, he used to be like that. He Pardew, just seemed to calm down a little bit. Well, calm down to the point of looking lacklustre on the on the bench. And, you, you know, you look at the Bournemouth game with Eddie Howe. He looks a bit lost though, doesn't he? Lo- a little bit. And you look at the Bournemouth game when Eddie Howe, who I don't like, was just... Again, he's all over the place. Mm. His arms waving. And, you know, people within football will probably say, well, that's just wasted energy. But it, it, 
does transmit to the players and it transmits to the players and, and to the fans. Yeah, transmits absolutely. to the fans yeah. and it, it raises the game, it raises the energy. Pulis is really good at that sort of thing. Mm. Klopp's very good at that sort of thing. There's a lot of being touched, apparently, Klopp, by post-match interviews. I've seen that a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. 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 It'd be interesting to see what happens. I know we're going to talk about uh, the game on Sunday later yeah, on, but yeah. you know, and we, there are two sides to this coin that you've got. Pardew has been the way he is and Klopp's the way he is. Yeah. You know, and... It'll hopefully be a cauldron of fire on the Sunday. So yeah, let's, and I, let's, I let's think, see what happens. I think the urgency has come, but I think quite clear in the last two games, set, certainly set the performance. Yeah, that there is a, a realization what's happened. I think Steve Parrish will be pointing out that you, this is the season you can't you can't go down because you're going to miss out so much. Also, I think what James just said there is a really good point. I think the fans, to a degree. I've only just begun mm. to wake up to the mm-hmm. fact that we're on the fringes of relegation. Yeah, fight, absolutely. Which is why I think on Sunday, and we talked about this jokingly earlier on in the season, before Christmas and just after, that perhaps we need to lose a few games and get mm. the passion back. But I think, <laughs> but, but we did a make few, that, a few, a few, yeah, 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 because it's almost been getting like a interesting social experiment mm. to see how many mm. games we could lose yeah. before, <laughs> got, before we realised. Before we yeah. realised, yeah. But um, I think on Sunday, I suspect we're playing. A, t- a team that's become a big deal, big rivalry. Mm. Again, that's why it's on telly. Mm. I think the atmosphere will be there, and I think mm. I think the whole thing will be lifted. But yeah, it's a good, I think we've all we have drifted into this, and I think that's partly because for yeah we lost five or six games, and we were still ahead of Liverpool, we're still ahead of Chelsea. Oh, and I yeah, think we all, we all looked at the league table, went that's fine, we'll, mm. we're all right, we'll we're doing all right. right. Other teams will keep losing, and now it's only now that we suddenly. It's it's almost, and I think we will do it. It's almost like Mo Farah, whose whose lead gets down to two yards before he looks around and goes, "Oh crikey, I need to, <laughs> I need to kick on here." And I think we will. I, st- I mean, I, I simply can't. I think we've got enough of a lead with the goal difference. We've got. It's very yeah. typically Palace, isn't it? Kev? Uh, well, that's a lot of people thing. were saying on social media. Do you know like, what the other thing is? So this is just so Palace. There is, there it's is so Palace. <laughs> there is. Do you know what? There is a certain amount of perverse pride in that. No, absolutely. In that, in that there is. It's like my dad said last night, rather bizarrely, since he phoned up for the score, I can't get Al Jazeera on the telly cam. It's like, <laughs> there are plenty of other ways of finding out the score, Dad. But, but he, like he said, they, they can't make it easy, can they, Palace? They have to do it. It's like, yeah, I'm sure West Ham fans are enjoying their lovely run, but it's not, it's not. It is the Palace way. It is, it is a way that you have to make things difficult. But I, I think we have got enough points to stay up already. Yeah. And I can't see us not picking up more more points even you know Norwich and Newcastle to come I know everyone's saying oh we got Liverpool Man United to come but but then after that you know Newcastle Norwich Stoke Southampton Everton I think it would be very Palace to go through this 11 game non-winning run and then beat Liverpool and, and then, and then <laughs> and yeah it would be but I'd, I've got you know, as I say last night I'm, I'm really genuinely uh, if, I don't know why particularly but it feels like a weight so I was doing that thing yesterday where you start to go just at the back of your mind you go oh, it's just just playing against different football teams yeah. that's all it's like yeah, that's fine yeah. there's plenty of grounds I haven't been to yeah. in the championship <laughs> yeah. yeah we won't be on telly as much but you can yeah. relax but yeah. then, then, then yeah. of course the front of your mind you go no no I <laughs> didn't think about it but yeah and then you do start to do that thing where you kind of 
tempting, double tempting fate and go right hang on I'll try I'll try having this cup of tea before a game yeah. <laughs> I'll try not having a glass of wine before the night before a game and then you think then you have to have a talk to yourself you go it's not down to you is it well, go, that's really yeah, arrogant yeah. I think it's down actually, to you my, da- my dad actually texted me with a question for you which is about the pod music so we've changed the pod music then we changed it back so it's currently back to the old one uh, so we changed it, it back why did we change it we back? changed it back a couple of weeks ago because you moaned, yeah. you moaned about it and then uh, we lost at home to Bournemouth yeah. so I think my dad's question was are you willing to accept that the pod music has absolutely nothing to do with it and we no, can go back to the I'm other not. one because he's not because I'm not I'm, I'm not willing to rule anything in or anything out we, no, we, we don't know what combination of pod music it could be that you dropped the pod music game too early I don't know come could on the, you know, it could be I gave the look that little beautiful little cat who just came in from the garden looking bemused Oh. Could be that I gave her the wrong type of cat food the night before the, we lost the first game. Who knows? I'm not shame. I, I like, like, I like the new pod music. So I've yeah, never heard it. I've never heard it. I don't listen to it. You can change it every week, as far as I'm concerned. I'm slightly. Just worried. don't tell him. Maybe we will. Maybe we will change it every week. Just, just, just yeah, don't tell just him because he doesn't yeah. listen anyway. I'm slightly worried that your dad's heard more of the pod than I have. I'm not going to agree with anything your dad says, am I? No, of course not. He's the man. He is the man. He's the He's man. The Don. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the Don. Don Daly. We call him around these parts. <laughs> right. The next question is from you Miles. You read his dad's own question now, look. Yeah. He's loads from... of questions. Yeah, so it's first time with Ed as well. That's the first time I've ever read a question out from my dad yeah. in 171 pods, I think. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. Even though he pays favouritism. Yeah. Right. The next question is from Miles Loden. Hi, Miles. He says, how much responsibility should pods take for our current run? Has he been naive or arrogant to stick to a style of football that allows us to be open rather than keep it tight, build on draws until we have the squad to play a more expansive style of football? Mm. Ooh, good, yes. question. good question. I do think Pardew should be taking some of the blame, as he alluded to in that interview earlier on this week. But, you know, as we mentioned in the answer to the last question, you know, I think you can you can start by doing it by looking as though you're getting a little bit more involved. And, you know, yes, I think you should take some of the blame. You know, and as Newcastle fans and Southampton fans and Charlton fans will point out, this is what Pardew does, you know. Yeah. I was getting a lot of tweets last night during the game from Newcastle fans, not 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 gloating out it and saying to how they were all, you know, but you know, saying, this is, this is what happens. This is what happens, you know. This is what he does. Mm-hmm. There is a, a, a lack of. There's a really good article. This is the article on FYP. And I yes, from Jamie Smith, yes, Newcastle. Yeah, really. Blogger, I thought that was really good. Yeah, uh, pick, really, really picking good. apart sort of his run at Newcastle. I thought it was really good. And there was a lot of similarities. No, I, I thought that was very good, and and that's opened my mind a little bit too. Mm. Yeah, and this guy last night on Twitter was talking about the same sort of thing. So yes, I do think Pardew has got to take some of the blame. They got out of that run though, Newcastle, didn't they? In the end? Didn't go down, did they? No, no, I didn't. Go oh down. no, no, never, no, they never went down on the no. Pardew. So no. I don't, no, you yeah, know, and because you know, I think we built up so many points as we, yeah, as we keep think, saying. I think Pardew. The thing with Pardew is he's very quick to take the credit when we do well. Yeah, even though sometimes it's not necessarily because of things he's done. So yeah, of course he has to take some of the blame. That's the nature of the, the mm. managership. The, the style of football is a really interesting one, yeah, though, because. He's, he's not a purist type manager. He never has been, and I mean, we're we're. And let's not forget how well we were doing defensively until the Tottenham game really or the Chelsea Chelsea and Tottenham games yeah. it was a, we were amazed that we'd let three goals in as we were even though to be fair the defence hasn't been playing as well we are still amazed to be 3-0 down at West yeah. Brom yeah, yeah. so the defence the defence was really good and, and that's partly down to the, the midfield we're not but yes there, there is that element Pardew's always said he'd rather win Yes, draw. And there is, he always said that. There are there are games that certainly, you know, Bournemouth, Watford, you go, no, batting down the hatches, which we would have done under Pulis. Yeah. But 
having said that, the, f- the fans take a little bit of the blame for that as well because, it, you know, as you can see, West Brom fans now, the, the, their first half against us was a, was a one-off. West Brom fans have been moaning about the style of football all season. If we'd if we'd done that, if Pardew had done that and carried on doing that, we'd be moaning about that style yeah. of football as well. So it's kind of, we were all pleased that we were playing a bit more expensive football. And he did it's say just, when he came in, didn't he? Did, he? he did, we're, we're going to be more expensive, we're going to lose we'll concede, some games and he said we'll that concede, we probably should win. We'll concede, we'll concede goals. So, yeah, we, but that we, doesn't excuse the fact that you're going on an 11-game no, winless run. Or that first half at West Brom. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't. It but, doesn't I get, but also, as you said, the, that first half at West Brom, the game at Villa, out of 11 games, there were only like two hours or two and a half three hours in which we were really really bad the mm. rest you could like, second half at Watford we we were the better side mm. Bournemouth we didn't play particularly well but they, we could easily have nicked mm. it so yeah. it's, it's not like we were it's not like we're not Villa it's just we no. had certain set of circumstances but maybe that and adds also, more we to the frustration yeah, yeah it does and remember we didn't lose we, we hadn't lost all those yeah. those games if, if we're counting the bad run from, from mm. Bournemouth and Swansea there were mm. points were picked up and, we're yeah. Not, mm. and it, yes it does add to the frustration because we're a better team than we thought but also bear in mind that we were short of players at that time so yes it is the final, the bottom line is it's always the manager's fault. It's going, it's yeah. the yeah, yeah. way football. Well, works. you know, I don't know. I tend to. Well, I think well, it's, well, it's, the buck, it's always the manager the that will take, It's always the manager that will take the blame. Yeah. I think after a run that we've had, I think yeah. you can look at all aspects of 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 the club without being too dramatic. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, from the fans through the players, yeah. to the manager. I think we've all got to harbour a little bit of blame. Yes, yeah, but also Us the pod as well. Yeah, no, 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 no pressure we put on. Whoa, Homestay online definitely. Yeah, but also the other thing is you don't know what Pardew does on the training ground and the dressing room you don't know how much he's done to keep morale up when the you know you don't yeah. it, it's well, possible that under a different manager or a lesser manager we would have we would have lost all those games by a bigger margin and be, yeah. our confidence would we be do hear shot, constantly so. from inside the club that, that they are very close and tight knit and the atmosphere is still good despite the run yeah yeah and don't forget the cup run and yeah. you know the, as I've said before the, the second half performance in the last two games indicates they're not a Squad in crisis. Exactly. So, yeah. Okay. Next question is from Russell Levy. Hi, Hi Russell. Russell. He says, "Do you know where I can get some pills which will make the rest of the season more bear- bearable?" Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, do They're really good, actually. Yeah. And I can, if we order a job lot, I get them quite cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, or, or the other the other option is we know we can get some pills that will knock you out for the rest of the season. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> that's wake that. you up with the good news or bad news. But speaking yes. of well, speaking of end of the season, then Jack Pierce, hi Jack. hi Jack, says if you were Didier Deschamps, would oh. you take Johan to the Euros? And if you were Roy Hodgson, would you take Wilf? No, and no, probably no, and no. I think yeah, uh, I think Kibai, I agree with that. Yeah, I think. Do you know? I, I wonder whether Kabai in the last few games. Has had an indication from Didier Deschamps that he's not going to the Euros. Ah, good yeah. point. Good because, point. Maybe. Because one of the reasons he do you know something we don't know? Okay. No, no, I don't. I don't. But okay. I just one of the reasons that's a very good. That, yeah. that, that could. But, but one of the reasons could answer a lot of questions. It could do because one of the reasons that he was so keen to come to Premier mm-hmm. League football was a to get really, really fit mm. and was to get noticed. And I think and to get in the the, the France team. And I wonder whether he's been or mm. he thinks himself that's not going to happen. Wilf, I don't. I. A, a, a fully firing Wilf, I would say absolutely. But I think actually, maybe I should maybe the answer to that question I should change to is I would, but he won't. 
Yeah, if you see what I mean. Right. Well, yeah. Wolf, like, with Yannick's absence, Wolf has stepped up, hasn't he? Uh, the, yeah. the, prob- the, problem has, is, has. the problem is, and we've said this before, he's stepped up, but not no one's noticed because he's stepped up in a team that's been mm-hmm. struggling. Yeah. And the fact is as well, that I think from Hodgson's point of view, Wolf's got a lot of attitude problems that he needs to rectify, which apparently I think he has done. Mm. But Hodgson doesn't... No, I don't think Hodgson will take the risk with him. I I think as a wild card, I think Zaha's a really good. Mm. A really but good Wilf, player, Wilf yeah. is exciting and frustrating within the space of two or three minutes every game. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I was I was yeah. I was watching the I was watching the game last night on some dodgy stream, and you know, and there was bits there. I was just like, yeah, go on, Wilf. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, some, so, something that's so naive. Yeah. And I was saying to to, to to my son Travis, you know, who's been on the pod before, I was saying how naive, and he just looked at me and said, Dad, he's played over two hundred games. Yeah. You're not naive. When you played over 200 games, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. And he's and he's true. You know, we often good give point. this. You know, we we, we say this about Wilf. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he's he's young. No, no. You know, and I think he's got it in him. There was some bits last night where he's going past players. Mm. That it's just that final bit. It's always that final little bit. Mm. But anyway, saying that he's still exciting. But no, I don't think. I'm I think he's earned a, a call up in the last yes, season. Yeah. Bear in mind, who else has been called up to friendlies in the last in the last year? Yeah, also. yeah. No, he's earned that definitely. Yeah, whether that translates to going to the Euros is different. Yeah, but I mean, it would be lovely to see. Wolf given a chance in a team that's got Harry Kane in it. Yeah, you know, but yeah. I think the other problem with Wolf is that he's not. I don't think Hodgson would see him as an impact sub. Whereas you know, if Palacio was English, he'd be in the squad without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. And he wouldn't start, but you'd have him on the bench. Yeah. If you're one nil down, you bring Palacio on for the last twenty minutes. I don't think Wolf. I don't think football sees Wolf as a game changing. Player like that, not uh, not when you've got a player like Ali who's around uh, now. Yeah, obviously gonna, and yeah. also I think in a way Wilf has sort of suffered a little bit from the, the responsibility he has taken on, mm. which he has done. He's been much more uh, responsible defensively. Yeah, no, he has, uh, and that of course doesn't showcase what the reason he would be picked for the England mm. team. He's, yeah. he's he's not the flying winger that he, you know, the West Brom. If if Hodgson was at the West Brom game earlier in the season at the home game. And if Wilford played like that every week, mm. then you'd say, yeah, of course he would be, but he wasn't and he hasn't. No. So, but I, I don't, I still think there's a potential England career. Cause I agree. Even yeah. the, allowing for the fact he has played that many games, he's still a he's young, still very he's still young, still, he's still think, young. No, he's not even that. Yeah, definitely got a chance. So he's still, yeah. Okay. Um, last couple of questions then. Okay. This one's from Wayne Hart Loveless. Hi, Wayne. Hi, Wayne Hart Loveless. Jedi. Yes. <laughs> Can't pass. The answer is yep. no. Can't, can't tackle. <laughs> yeah. Can't run mm-hmm. and can't track. Yeah. But can head the ball and foul. Yeah. What does he bring to the team? Well, pretty much the second, the last two things you mentioned. I. Oh, I worry now. Whenever I, whenever the ball goes to Jen, I worry. He's and I never used it away, to. Isn't he? And I never used Three to. Three years later, still giving He's it still away. Still giving it away. Yeah. But he has got. Somebody came on at the top. There's something. In the final, there's something there. If, if you keep the ball away from him, you know what I mean. But he's, he's he's got a very nice beard now. His beard's yeah. getting Joe Ledley length as he, well, so that's impressive. The other players clearly like him. He's got a present. He's got a presence about him. Captain again last night. He's captain again last night. He he's still really good. At, without the ball, he's a really good player. Still, he still can break up. Yeah, he can still break up, and he's still. His tackling isn't as bad, but it, 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 he knew exactly. He was a perfect Pulis, but he knew exactly what he had to do under Pulis. Yeah. And under Pulis, he had to break up other teams' attack. 
certainly that that run against Bournemouth when he got down the right, he wouldn't have done that against Pulis. No. Pulis would have walked on the pitch and <laughs> dragged him, <laughs> smacked him on the, on the knees with a ruler and told him. He, but he, he knew exactly what his job was under Pulis. So is he not his, a Pardew player? I don't think he is. No, I don't think. He, I no, think probably not. We talked about this. There are indications when Pardew first came in and, and Jedi was away, and then he got sent off against West Ham. And indications were that Pardew thought he slowed everything down and I think he does for Pardew because Pardew wants the ball moved quicker and I think he, he knew what he was doing on the Pulis he broke, his job was to break up play and give the ball straight away to somebody who could do something with it albeit quite a lot of time that was knocking it back to Delaney who, who did what he was told to do and hit that crossfield ball but Jedinak the thing is Jedinak's always been better than he actually is in the terms of it took Jedna a year to get used to the pace of the championship. Yeah. yeah. And when we went up in the playoffs, he was one of those players, none of us, I don't think, expected him to play in the Premier League. No. So I actually think he's overachieved. And also, he can't. he's still captain of his country, and his country's not 200th in the rankings. His country's a proper yeah. football inside. Yeah, they're so, doing well, aren't they? So there is something there. But, but then I again, think... let's be honest, if he hasn't done it last, it's been 14 months yes, since he was away in yeah. the Asian Asia, Cup, Asia the Asian Cup, Cup and, yeah. then, and then he got sent off yeah, against yeah, yeah, West Ham. Under Pardew, he's never really done anything. No. So, you know, as, as a Man City fan said to me the other day, who was bemoaning the fact that Pellegrino had not picked Joe Hart, yeah. saying there's no room for sentiment in modern football, which, of course, I laughed about later <laughs> on. Um, I think we could say the same about Jedi. It's just like, you know, he said, yeah, okay. Um, he, I think he proved last night there's not a lot going on there at the moment, yeah. you know. And we all love Jedi. We love what he's done. He's overachieved. He'll always be a Palace player at hearts and you know but go to China make yourself some money mate because yeah. it's a lot um, closer to home and let's move on um, I, I think, think that's it you know I think you know and, and I'd shake that sadly sadly go, go with our blessing it's been 14 months now yeah. it's not going to happen it's not coming back I th- not, I th- thank I think, you for the memory yeah thank yeah, you I, mean, I, I think I, was, I think I was probably I'm probably his last and I will defender. wipe the tear from my eyes I say yeah. I mean I'm probably his last defender on the pod in that I don't panic as much as everybody else does but I the worrying thing for me is not so much how good Jedi is but why it is that he's keeping other people out of the when you've got Ledley there Boateng there mm. you know, much in the past much getting into why suddenly is, is Jedi an option Jedi shouldn't be an option anymore but the, that it worries me a little bit that the, the, the he isn't I I, I still I suspect if you were to talk to other professional footballers, say other, imply that yeah. I'm one of them. But I suspect. I suspect if you were to talk to professional footballers, they would have a, maybe a different opinion of him than, mm. than we do. No, I, I, I think, think he clearly, in terms of leadership, as I say, the younger players, the other players still really like him. In terms of leadership, he clearly. I think has he has good stats as well. I think yeah. even after last night's game. Yeah. Travis was telling me he said he's got he had some of the best stats now I don't know because I don't read all the stats things. And, you know, and we know Alan Pardew likes his stats and we know a lot of things are stat led in the modern game yeah, but yeah. you watch the game and I don't care what the stats are yeah. there's nothing going on there there's nothing but for me he's just uh, become uh, very uh, average Premier League player but he's more than average in that position he's something a little bit more yeah, average yeah he won't be there exactly. next season well, that, but that's the that's the vital phrase in that position because again mm. he looks like one of those players who under Pulis knew exactly what his position yes. was, and now and now doesn't, because he he's he's much he's roaming much more than he is. It's like we we all know he can't do that. Yeah, just stick, if that's what I see, just stick him in front of the back four. Just make him if you want yeah. to make him the holding player, 
but he's not he's, he's not doing that he's doing other stuff because I suspect if he was if he was just a holding midfield player we has, he hasn't got any pace so don't cross the halfway line yeah. just just you know, if you want to talk about shutting up shop, keeping whatever it is when they're attacking, then, then let let him do that. But it just seems that, and whether it's part of you lack of guy, I don't know. Or if, I, but I, I, it's not entirely Jedi's fault, I don't think, because I think, as I say, he is always overachieved. And, yeah. and again, like Hennessy, I suspect he's one of the players who just won't be there next, next season. season. And and you know, God love Hennessy, him. I think will be there next season. To be fair, well, he may be there. I don't think he'll be first choice goalkeeper. It's next going to be season, a very interesting summer, actually. I think for it has to be well, interesting. It could be, it could be interesting in in the wrong way, but uh, yes, we. I think that sentiment thing is really interesting because mm. I think that the championship team has to be broken up now. Yeah, yeah. To be perfect, and I include. And I hate to say this, I include Delaney in that as well. Oh, yeah, I agree. Possibly Joel Ward. Possibly yeah, Joel Ward as well. I think. I think you I know think, we, I think we have to move on. on. We've got to move on. We have to move on. I think we've got ourselves in. I'm not going to say roots because that sounds too negative. No. It's not a rut, and I don't want to be negative about yeah, this yeah, yeah. because I think we've got to let's start addressing these problems before they become real problems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we can all see little glimmers of it. Yeah. And, yeah. We, and we're still clinging on. We're still clinging on to this. Five years ago, we nearly went out. Yeah, 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 we're yeah, still we're clinging on to the fact. Oh, we're still. Imagine if we said this beginning of the season, we'd be all right, wouldn't we? We're clinging on. Let's be realistic about this. Let's just move forward. And let's things have got to change but let's do it in a positive way rather than doing it in a negative yes. way yes. And, yeah. and I think that's the thing to do I'm probably yeah. the most sentimental and I'll get off my soapbox yeah, now I'm, I'm, I'm probably the most sentimental of all yeah. Palace fans here in that I tend to clean you know as is the, the claret and blue kit I do, do <laughs> you know the you heard things that, yeah exactly but I it, even even I think we, we've also got to lose this attitude of well this team was good enough to keep us up two seasons running this team is good enough to keep us up three seasons running therefore we only have to add a couple of bits and pieces we don't I, no, we I personally think Balassi, Zahar, Wickham, Dan possibly Kabai, possibly Kafa, the only the only players that you could say should definitely be there next yeah, season I think you're right I think you're right I agree. And, and, you know, Suarez possibly but we need we need changes we need a much stronger we need players that aren't going to play regularly we need better squad players and we need a better starting eleven. and and it's I, I, possible to achieve yes yes it and is, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing in the past it's not been possible yeah, well, it's definitely possible and that now. core that you just said is a good that's a good group of players that's a very good oh yeah it is yeah well, the other, they are a good group of players anyway if you, if you keep Delaney in that but you know Delaney's not getting any younger and that is a good group but, and I, it's really interesting as well I don't know if you saw there was a big article in the Standard with the Parish and Pardew so they've expanded their foreign coaching uh, staff by. I think they've doubled it. I think and they're looking to do what Western, three now. Well, but they're, they're looking. They're looking. They've got. We got permanent people in Africa. They're looking at Belgian, French football, yeah. looking to do what West Ham and other clubs yeah, like have done. Other Premier League teams and doing. and Leicester do bringing players that we've. That, unless you're Travis, hmm. we haven't heard of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they turn out to be because we. What we need. We. we we genuinely really need and again I hate to say this because it should be all about flair but we need we need a canter we need a yes. we need a player who's going to play every game yeah. box to box yeah. just break it you barely notice what he does he just breaks up to, yeah. we really need that because well, MacArthur has been that guy he's in the past not, he's not that MacArthur's more yeah, we've, he's got yeah, elements of it he's yeah, got elements of it yeah. we need, I, I like but it we need, I yeah we do but I'd like to see MacArthur as a more creative player but yeah we need a, a genuine creative player we need somebody to provide Provide goals and score goals for midfield. Yeah, yeah, you we know, do. We I think that. I yeah. think Wickham potentially could be the answer up front. It could be, and I think we're starting to find out why Pardew was so mm-hmm. keen to bring him. Yeah, agreed. 
But um, yeah, yeah, sentiments it has to go. We need we need to change up. Okay, we definitely. Well, we also need to change parts of the pod uh, into part three. But before we do that, I've got one more question, Ooh. and that is from Matt Philip Harris. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt Philip Harris. He says, if you could choose a family motto for Palace to get written under the crest on the shirt, yeah. what would it be? Don't do that. That's what my what the Latin for the, don't do that is. That would be my the Palace family motto. But don't get the don't, don't get do the motto. No, no, just, just don't, don't do that. that. Just don't, don't do, do that. that. Yeah. No, don't do that. If you don't do that. no, don't do that. Um, God love them. <laughs> God love them. Typical palace. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So palace. So palace. So palace. So palace. <laughs> Good. Right. Thank you very much for your questions, listeners. In part three, we're going to go back in this week, back in time for that. Uh, so join us in a bit. Welcome back to this week's Five Year Plan Podcast. Sponsored by Vector Printing. For all your print and embroidery needs, go to vector.co.uk. That's Vector with a K. Correct. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Oh, good. Very enthusiastic, that one. Um, I am. Good. It's time for In This Week, where we go back in time to look at some things that happened in Palace's history during this week. And uh, so, so For the bloke in the portions, you keep saying that we're not, we don't actually go back in time. We no. probably should change that, yes. What do you mean? We, 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 just, we don't obviously yeah, physically we eventually go back in time. We, we pick a book up and say, we, yeah. we check what happened. We figuratively go back in time. Yeah, well, we don't even do that. JD picks up my book yeah. I've lent him. Which is... Uh, only goes up to 2008 as well, yeah. so we miss out the last eight years of Palace's history, where not a lot happened anyway, so it doesn't matter. That's a good point, yeah. Wednesday the 2nd of March... best acting I've ever seen in Europe. <laughs> Wednesday 2nd of March, 1977. Ooh. Ooh. It's a Wednesday. Ooh. Wednesday. Ooh. That's today's That's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. <gasps> Who made Dude. their debut for Palace in a 3-2 defeat away at Lincoln? Jeff Bourne. <sighs> no. Went on to be one of Palace's best ever players. Oh, Jeff Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Sampson. Oh no, no. Kenny Sampson's no. debut was at uh, Grimsby. You talked about that the other day. Winger. Vince Hillet. Vince Hillet. Oh, wow. wow. Made his debut for Palace, 2nd of March 1977. He was... Wow. He wouldn't get near a football team now because of his size. <laughs> he was so <laughs> slight. Yeah. And it was a different game then, wasn't it, Kevin? No, it was, but he just... He was... He could be... He was a really infuriating... Now, oddly... now. People of our generation will be going, ah, I know exactly who's going to mention now. <laughs> because the aforementioned many times Jerry Murphy and Vince Lair had an almost telepathic uh, relationship, but only sort of once every three games. Right. It's not a bad ratio. There were times when some of the passes from, from Murphy to Vince Lair, and some Vince Lair, I mean, Vince Lair against Brighton was always, he always raised his game against Brighton, Vince mm-hmm. Lair. Good. Uh, Good he man. was and really nice bloke as well. And obviously, again, there weren't that many. It's just when black players were starting to sort of make their, an impact. There weren't that many black players in English. So of course, suffered dreadfully from terrorist abuse. Terror, mm. Yeah, terrorist abuse. But he's, he's, you talk to him now; he's very dignified and mm. honourable. Mm. And, and, well, and he's really genuinely. Uh, Nice bloke, and he was a he was a really. Good Where does he rank in Palace's? And we include Balassi and Wolf in here in Palace's best ever wingers. Oh, it's really hard. Ooh, it's hard. It's, it's hard. always hard. It's, I mean, because he fairly high. Yeah, because he you'd say 
you know, if, if you put Don Rogers and Balassi together, you know, Balassi's 15 yards quicker than he is. And, you know, but then again, Balassi might not be able to do it on the sort of pitches. Mm. But, yeah, you know, he's, he's definitely, I mean, Peter Taylor, Don Rogers, Vince, you know, Vince has got to be up there without a doubt. Yeah. And I, I, arguably, in terms of crossing and goal scored, probably better than Zahar. I mean, you'd compare him to Zahar before you'd compare him to Balassi simply because of the physique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simply because of the frustration quality, because Vince was a little showboater sometimes. Vince was another of those who would beat people, and then we all like a showboat. We do, we, we do. Like but we've always, we've we always, do. we've always had a thing at Palace. We've always prided ourselves on on wing play. But mm-hmm. in that team, I mean, that was a. He was, a, I suppose, you'd consider him a almost a luxury player, really. But he he was lucky enough to start mm. playing for Palace when we were really good. And then he looked a little bit out of place when we were really bad and mm. moved on with he had less success at Leeds and then Portsmouth. But yeah. he was a he was a Speaking of Palace Brighton, as you brought up then, because yeah. Vince obviously famously scored a couple of goals against Brighton. Um the Robert I don't know if I mentioned this yet, the Robert Eaton you Memorial did. Fund has been have I told with Andy Johnson. With Andy Johnson did I mention that? Yeah, you did, yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's the main I, I hear nothing else in my house. Yeah. Oh of course Travis is, is in the squad. Playing, Monday, yeah. May the third. Travis in the squad. He's in the squad, he's, he's been called he, up. He actually squad. thinks he's playing, so with Andy probably Johnson. Probably yeah. So that's Monday, May the thirtieth, and this it used to be at Lewis's Tripping Pan Stadium. It's now at the Amex. This year. Oh, nice one! Yeah, yeah, they've upgraded to the Amex, so oh, that's good. AJ will be playing for Palace at get at Brighton. Lovely, again. that's really good. Um, and it's yeah, Monday, May thirtieth, six o'clock kickoff. Five pound tickets for adults, free for kids, and it all goes I to think, the Robert Eaton Memorial yeah, Fund. I think we'd all be there. For that. I'll be there for that. I think, yeah. I think it's a bank holiday, isn't it? I yes, think it is Monday, it is, yeah, Monday yeah. bank holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but hopefully, having AJ in the squad will not only bring more people to the gate. Hopefully, but we'll. Get a win for Palace as well because it's the time they won. We haven't won for a couple of years, so. yeah, probably because I've been in the squad. Too. Yeah, 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 we weren't going to say nice anything, but nice yes, you said that, that yeah. is the reason why. Well, yeah. I never missed a penalty though. In, we've had loads of shootouts. Never, never missed a penalty. Yeah, so. yeah. Ready if take you'd one. scored some goals, we wouldn't need the shootout. Got, to be fair, I've scored three goals over the years. Oh, Last oh, goal I scored two thousand nine, straight from the corner. Straight from the So more a keeping error than anything. Right. Tuesday, seventh of March, nineteen ninety five. What did Chris Armstrong do? Oh, did he score a goal against Wolves in the FA Cup? Did nope. He, did he sign uh, for... No. Uh, Get sent off? No. Going goal? No. It was something away from the pitch. Oh, he smoked his joint, didn't yeah. he? Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> he became the first Premier League player yeah. to fail a drugs test and be suspended. Yeah. Was he the first one? Apparently, yeah. yeah. Well, the first Premier League player. Well, yeah. That's only th- three, three, three years, years old. old but, yeah. Yeah. First one to get caught. First one to get caught, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. There you go. But again, I know another fan. What a player he was for Palace. People remember him for the drugs test, but I mean, he was a he was a great player. He was a great still player. our yeah, top yeah, goal scorer in, in the Premier League. Is he really? League, I don't know. That's interesting. I think, wow. I think so. That's a mad fact. He I think had a, so. well. He was another frustrating one in that he would suddenly you'd say for whatever you do, don't shoot from there. Oh, he shot. Oh, he scored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, you idiot? Oh. <laughs> but he had the air of unpredictability about him as well, yeah. which is what we we and confidence as well. And, uh, well yeah, very confident. Yeah. To the point of arrogance, yeah. yeah, which is what you need sometimes. You need, yeah. in that a little position. bit, but then again, because he went went to Tottenham, went to Tottenham, so never, quite, half million never yeah, quite. Because yeah. did he play for England? Did he get paid for? I can't think remember. So. I don't think he thought so. he should, but he was. Yeah, again, he was a really, he was a good player. Crikey, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But there was some great pitch time a few years later with dreads. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 stone of dreads. Yeah, funny that. Weird that, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, Chris Armstrong, what a player. What a player. Great good. Player. Okay, right. Well, that's a good trip down memory lane for in this uh-huh. week. Little joke. Oh. So, 
Um, right. He didn't know he was doing no, it. I didn't know. Um, well, part four, of course, we're going to look forward to Palace versus Liverpool. So join us in a bit. Welcome back to this week's Five Year Plan podcast. Hooray! Pod 171. Wow. Where's That's a lot, time? isn't it? Where's the time gone? Where has it gone? Mm-hmm. We are getting some serious pod numbers now. It's 171 weeks in... That's four years, isn't it? We haven't been doing it every... You don't do it every week, we, though, do you? We oh, used to do it every true. fortnight. Do you remember we used to do it every fortnight? Back in the championship, the championship days. Yeah. Yeah. And then we upped it for the Premier League. So. The real, wow. Yeah. Things always change the Premier League. Yeah. Premier League. Right. What's Premier part League? four? No, we've got sponsors. Sponsors. What's part oh. four. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long pod. Um, Vector Printing, of course. Of course there are sponsors. Yeah. Uh, and their website is vector.co.uk. And, of course, that's Vector with them. Okay. And they have some very... Sexy FY, uh, exclusive FYP t shirts available oh. for sale, which we all have one, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yes, we do. Yes, um, we do. There's yes, two, we there's do. an FYP yeah. one with the logo, which looks lovely, yeah, and then yeah. there's a vector with a K. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should you be a fan of that slogan? I think we all are, and they are available for sale from the website tshirtmonster.com forward slash FYP. You can also go to our website, which is fypfanzine.uk, and they're on there as well. Oh, so. Okay, thank you. Vector are also supplying some. Uh, Kit for the study centre as well. Oh, are they? Yes, fantastic. Very, which is uh, thank you for them for that. Good stuff. And of course, they are run by Palace fans as well, and that's why they yeah. are sponsoring the pod. And of course, another oh, company. Is that the reason why? That is why. Yeah. Know, oh, four years later. I wonder what the connection was. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. You're all welcome. The, all the business we must be putting yeah. in. Right? Well, you'll be pleased to know as well that our other sponsors are also run by a Palace fan as yeah. well, and that is JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Right. Okay. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Yeah, I, I, I will visit that. Good. I will visit that. You've been um, promising that everywhere. Have, have you? But I do. I visit it every, every week. In fact, after this pod, I'm going to get on the 109 to Brixton, and they're based in Brixton. Yeah, actually, there you I go. Was, I He's bump all about into branding now, isn't he? Yes, the bump into them. Yeah, the Ender's brand. The right. Ender's brand. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, part four. We look forward to the next game, and it's a big game for Palace. We've come out of that run of winnable games that <laughs> we talked about a few months ago <laughs> yeah. with two points. We've now got Liverpool at home. But if we're talking about winnable games, our record against Liverpool. I mean, we are their bogey team the last couple of years. So, yes. is it? Like we said earlier in the pod, is it the sort of game that Palace will pull a result out and everything will be all right? Yes, it is. <laughs> in, in, yes. Short answer: It is. And it, you know, as we said earlier on, I hopefully it's a it's a Harper's one kickoff. I think on Sunday. Yeah. So it's you know it's a good time. It'll be everybody's going to be excited. It's Liverpool. It's always a big game against Liverpool. It always has been. You know, it's, it's always good playing one of the big four or whatever you want to call them. It'll be a great game, and you know, I think we should be encouraged as well by the performance last last night against Sunderland and, and the second half performance against West Brom. I know it's been going bad recently, but I think we should be encouraged by it. And we need to just. I think it's going to be a great game. Every um, to it. every single prediction I've made about upcoming games has turned out to go tits up. <laughs> so I am saying nothing. <laughs> you basically, reckon, yeah, yeah. so my inability to predict what should happen is <laughs> it, it, the one thing we can guarantee is it. I think it. Possibly the first time this season it will be the old Celeste atmosphere, mm-hmm. I think. Um, with any luck, results will have gone our way the day before um, and we'll, that, that will take a little bit of pressure off. You know, Because if we go into that game 10 points ahead of the other teams with nine games to go, yeah. Yeah. then you're looking fine. Liverpool got Man United coming up in the UEFA Cup. They didn't... The, the atmosphere, as I say, looked pretty tense amongst them after. The, there's a lot of complaints to Liverpool fans about why Sturridge and Milner didn't take in the cup final pe- penalties in the cup right, final. Right. They've got a tricky game tonight against Man City. 
their selection will be interesting and also they you know I don't think Klopp will make it any different they won't look forward to coming to Sellers Park well, no, is, exactly. you know, is this um, Jürgen Klopp's first visit to Sellers it isn't it yeah. yes yeah. and yeah. his first Klopp. visit his first clash with, with Palace was yeah. Remember, and, and he, called, yeah. and he, and he what, did he, what did he say about Palace um, wasn't his first game he said we would, he didn't know much about us was that the no but also said? remember that there was that interview you did earlier in the season where they'd won they hadn't lost for like nine games yeah. apart from the one game yeah. he said Crystal Palace, <laughs> yeah, something so yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in, in a German accent rather than what well, I just was, did. But yeah. it, was against, it was against us that he complained about the fans leaving, and then yeah. yes, it was. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I, you wouldn't put it past Palace to do, and I think, in a way, I probably am glad that we're playing arguably better teams again because we do tend to lift our game. Mm, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how we approach it, but. Well, they were they. I we've talked for a pod about um, the mentality of players going into games where they don't win often. So that will be playing on you know our record against Liverpool yeah, is playing yeah, on yeah. them, and also crucially, Balassi's now back. And yeah. Yeah, Liverpool yeah, yeah. hate playing against Yannick Balassi. They do, and we've only. I, I've got a feeling that probably Benteke will start rather than. I think he will save storage probably for. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what people say about them being professional footballers with a game against Man U coming up, which Liverpool fans would be much more wanting to win than against Palace. Because I don't think Liverpool, I know they joke about us being their bogey team, but I don't think Liverpool take us that no. seriously in terms of their firmament of rivals. Mm, yeah. And you, you'd argue that hopefully Benteke starting would work in our favour because he hasn't got that mobility. Again, I've now made sure that Benteke scores. Score, but yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kev. Yeah, but you know, say but, but, but the thing is, it is impossible to predict now. Yeah, so, but I, I, the only thing I'm really pleased about is I think the atmosphere will be, and as long as Clattenburg's not referee, we should be. I have no idea who referee is. We should be. No, we don't. But it's, it'd be, I'm looking forward. I'm genuinely looking forward to seeing Klopp on the. Yeah, yeah I as well. And I think I, it, I yeah. think it might agitate Pardew a little bit because Pardew did go head to head with him at. at uh, yeah, oh, there was a lovely photo of him yeah, telling to, 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 to shut, to shut, up, to shut up. So, <laughs> yeah, so I think it'll be a good volatile. And what, um, in terms of Palace team selection, who, who would you? I mean, I know we're limited in midfield, but would I you know, put Ledley back in for uh, Jedi? I would. I think it would be the Wicker same lineup as last night, to be honest, to start with. I can't see him changing that much. I'd. I think he'll start with. I think the. Yeah, I depend okay. on, on whether it's a hard fit. I th- do you think he'll start with? Jedi again? I, I think, think Ledley, start, Ledley possibly possibly that be I think, I think he'll start Maybe with Suarez. I think he'll start with Suarez. Be perfectly honest, but I'd like to think he would. But we yeah. think I mean we think the rest of the team much has probably earned his place, hasn't he? Recently? I think I, I absolutely I, I was never as down on much as other people were. But uh, yes, he certainly has earned his place at the, at the moment. And he's the one that seems to be aware of his positional yeah. his position yeah. more than the other two at the moment. So yeah, I think much deserves his Adabo on the bench, I think, will be yeah. as is, and you know, maybe coming on with 15, 20 minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just see, depending on how far we are ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh well, you've, you've, both, you've both ruined it there, you've both ruined it. But uh, I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's a game to look forward to. And it's, it's just one of those games you never know with, with Palace. It's yeah. one of those games, the reason, you know, it's one of those games that we're glad that we're in the Premier League, you know. Yeah, it's one of the games. And let's be, yeah. let's, you know, no sentiment in football all that nonsense but this is one of the games these are all games we enjoy we're playing against one of the biggest teams in the world yeah. let's be honest well, uh, yeah, it was a good chance of winning, winning. A good chance chance of winning. Well, well yes we have but also let's not forget Liverpool are a good side yes, after yeah. all they're not as big as they are they're still a good side you look at their squad they've got some cracking players especially yeah, yeah, up front yeah. and our home record isn't 
isn't good. So I, I, you know, if you're a professional gambler, you wouldn't be putting money on Palace to win it. But well, I never bet on Palace. But that's the beauty of football. Well, I was astonished. Somebody tweeted me to say this might be my fault because on New Year's Day they put eighty quid, on, uh, twenty quid on Palace to go down at eighty to one. So no like, way. I was like, I'm not going to name him, but of course it's your fault, mate. Wow, well, it's definitely <laughs> well, your fault. Well, there you go. We found so it. It wasn't yeah. you and no, the cat no, and the pod it was music. Him. Yeah. It was that guy. It was that guy. So I told him that he had to put money on every other team in the Premier League going down now as well. So yeah. hopefully he did that at half time last night. But that's the, the, the thing about the Premier League is it's not the best league in the world technically, but it is in terms of excitement and in yeah. terms of unpredictability. Yes. And you just you can't. You know, if this was Ital- you know, Italian football, Spanish football, you'd say, no, we haven't got a chance against yeah. a team that size. But for all sorts of factors, we, we have... The weather's apparently going to be bad at the weekend. It's live on TV, you know. As, you know, it's like the, the other day when we were on we were on Sky Sports on Saturday and I was saying to my family, I said, if, you, if you're not a fan of either of these two teams, West Brom yeah, well, or Palace, yeah, yeah, why yeah. would you say, oh, I'm yeah, five? Yeah. But on Sunday lunchtime, yeah. if you're not a fan of Liverpool or Palace, Palace yeah. and you're a football fan, you'll know the history exactly. and you'll go, I'm yeah, watching yeah. that game, Great I'm watching point. that, that is going to be, a, that's potentially going to be a cracker. Exactly. Great point. And that's what's exciting about it. And yeah. also, remember yeah. when we beat them last season, we were coming off a pretty poor run, Warnock was manager, yeah. and we beat them 3-1, went 1-0 down, beat them 3-1, deserved to beat them yeah, and that, yeah. came, that came out of nowhere that one yes, so. it did it did yeah, yeah, yeah. good well, well let's hope there's more of that let's on more. Sunday and you know with the, we, we, we have the players to do it we've got we the do. players yeah, to do we it do. we really yeah. do it's not we're, yeah. not, we're, we're, we're not dreaming here yeah. no. we actually have the players and it will not be a massive shock if we do beat Liverpool it won't well, good. it's first thing in the morning so we could still be dreaming well, yeah. I should technically still it be is, dreaming it isn't even 10 o'clock yet in the morning oh, I've been up for way too long but um Good. Okay. Well, you'll hear from us, listeners. Oh, we'll be back after the Liverpool game to talk about whatever happened in that. But thank you, Kevin and James, for, You're for being here. Okay. Not at all. Listeners, thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.